guys, welcome back to Positively Enlightened. So if you guys are watching on YouTube, you may realize that we are now showing ourselves. This is what we look like. Hello, welcome. <laughs> um, but if you guys haven't checked out our YouTube, we made a cute little channel trailer. We uploaded full interviews on there. So go check that out. Yeah, especially with our upcoming guests we have, mm -hmm. you can now see the guests talking with us. So it's really fun. Yeah. And when we do post these, we cut out just like a little bit of stuff. So you can really see a lot of like behind the scenes mm -hmm. and just the full Zoom interviews. But before we dive into today's episode noah recap of your week any new updates mm. well guys i am buying a duplex right oh now oh my gosh noah's buying another house <laughs> i know big shocker it's actually in illinois mm -hmm. so i will be heading out there in a couple of weeks but that's really the major thing of my week so why illinois well when you're looking at investing in properties i always feel like if you've already heard about the city then it's too late it's overplayed mm -hmm. and you're getting in the game too late. But if you're looking at outside of the big cities, a lot of companies, businesses, people are moving outside of the big cities because it's more affordable. Mm -hmm. And I was so. even seeing that like when um, we looked on like Zillow together and we were looking on all different realtor websites mm -hmm. on where she should buy her next investment property. I was even shocked. Like, I think this is just me being naive. But when I thought of New York, I thought of all of New York being expensive. I was like, all of it is overpriced and probably too yeah. expensive. I was so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I, then we started looking on like the outskirts of New York and Syracuse and just other little places mm -hmm. and small little towns. And I couldn't believe how affordable they were, but yet how yep. increasing like the population is there and how good it is population, to invest. Population, values. Yeah. So it's like towns like that you want to get into now. Because in the next decade, mm -hmm. it's only going to increase. Yeah, true. So that's why I found this town that I'm investing in, Illinois. But that's about the major thing of my week. What mm -hmm. about you? Well, today was my first day back to school. Wow. Um, I'm already tired of it. I'm tired. I want to graduate. <laughs> I think I'm just going to, I might graduate tomorrow. Who knows? Like, I think I'm just going to triple up on all the classes. Honestly, I'm just going to get it done. Like with COVID Let's and everything. Do it. So a lot of people are saying or are advising people, like if you're an incoming freshman, just take the year off. COVID, like it's not worth it. Yes, it is. Knock out these classes. Yeah, like, get it done. Yeah, there's more resources for other online schools. You can go to four schools at a time. Like there's all these resources, but I'm going to get through it. I'm, um, I'm hoping for A's. Do you think that the professors are being more forgiving? I think it's half and half. There's some professors that they don't feel like you're getting an authentic like education so they just provide you with more busy work that's kind of frustrating because i'm like i'm still trying equally yeah. as hard that's kind of annoying but then there's some that honestly they're being too easy i'm like oh, okay you could step it up a little oh, bit wow. like i like it but i feel like the students take advantage of teachers sometimes and they're like oh i don't i have my wi-fi i'm like i know your wi-fi it works good you yeah. little liar <laughs> like uh, uh, lies gosh <laughs> Okay, so today we're talking about a topic that I'm very passionate about, I'm True. very excited about, and that's real estate investing. Mm -hmm. So you guys may know that I've been investing for a few years in rental properties and flipping properties, but a question I get all the time is, how do you get started in it? Yeah. What do you need? How do you break into this industry? Because it seems really scary, I think. Like, even when you started doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to fail. Like, what's, what's even <laughs> happening? I just didn't know that much about it. Mm -hmm. Which, Yeah. And then, I mean, you know what? It is a lot of money. I mean, no matter mm -hmm. what you're buying, it is like a house. And that's such a big investment. But it is something that I think is a great investment. 
So that's what we're going to be talking about today is um, some other ways on how you can mm -hmm. go ahead and get started with it. And our amazing guest that we have on today, Craig Kirlop, is actually a real estate investor and a real estate agent. So we're going to talk to him a little bit just about his like house hacking strategy and how he kind of got into real estate investing. If you guys don't know who he is, he wrote an amazing book, The House Hack Strategy, um, but he just knows a lot about real estate and he's gonna share all his tips with us. Mm -hmm. And we actually found him through Bigger Pockets. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't checked out the Bigger Pockets website, it's a great resource for finding, you know, new areas to start investing in. It's a whole kind of group of people who share their tips and thoughts as well as their own resources. So I love looking on that website all the time and finding out such helpful information. Um, so we found Craig through there and he's mm -hmm. going to be talking about house hacking like Maya said. So without further ado, let's bring him on. Yes. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for joining us today. We're really excited to have mm -hmm. you on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Of course. Um, we kind of just want to dive right into the questions, if that's okay. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. So how did you get started in real estate investing? Yeah, really, it came down to uh, freedom. I was at my last job uh, working in Silicon Valley, working probably 60, 70, 80, maybe even 100-hour weeks. Oh, my and not getting paid anymore. You know, I was making a cool $65,000 a year salary mm -hmm. while my boss was making 600,000 while his mm -hmm. boss was making 6 million. And I was just like, there's no way that I want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. And so being in Silicon Valley, I, I, I learned about passive income. Mm -hmm. uh, and I thought, okay, like, starting a business would be a great idea, right? And so Definitely. I thought of dumb idea after dumb idea after dumb idea. <laughs> and eventually it was just like, man, I don't need to be Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, or, you know, I just want to be wealthy with some passive income. Right. So I stumbled upon real estate investing and that seemed like the tried and true way to get there. And, you know, moved to Denver shortly after, maybe six months later, got my first property and haven't really looked back since. Wow, wow. that's so inspiring, I feel like. So how did it lead you to Denver? So I was, so while I got interested in real estate investing, I mm -hmm. learned bigger pockets, which I'm sure many you and your listeners have heard of. Of course, uh, yes. And I was just like a junkie, like consuming their podcasts, mm -hmm. their webinars, reading every one of their books, all that kind of stuff. And one day I just had a thought, like maybe they're like hiring something for someone that I could be qualified for. Yeah. And so I looked and they were hiring for a financial analyst and I was like, holy crap, the stars are aligning. <laughs> yeah, and and I applied and somehow, and I applied through the website and somehow I got through like the abyss of website mm -hmm. applications and got an interview and was lucky enough to slip through the cracks to get the position. And they're located in Denver. So I moved to Denver for that, for them. And it was just a no brainer to, mm -hmm. you know, kind of spark my real estate investing career. Right. Yeah. Wow. So we see that you talk about the house hacking strategy. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to know more about that. Okay. So yeah, the house hacking strategy is the idea that you buy a one to four unit property mm -hmm. with a low percent down, typically zero to 5% of the purchase price you can put down. You have to live in the property for one year while you rent out the other parts that you're not living in, you know, the other mm -hmm. units or the other right. bedrooms or whatever it is. Your rent, the, the rent that you get from that covers your mortgage and you live for free. And so I've been doing this now for the past four and a half years, three and a half years, four, four years, I guess. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I haven't really paid a mortgage payment or rent in four years. And 
it's a great way to build wealth. Yeah, I'm so Jeez. excited to share all this information with our listeners. So every year, yeah. are you trying to do a new property? Yep, every year on the year, I buy a new one. So the yeah. idea is like you want to, you know, in, in my market in Denver, it's mm-hmm. about twenty or thirty thousand dollars to put five percent down on a property. Mm-hmm. So you know, you save that up. Year one is the hardest, just saving that first one. Right. But then once you eliminate your rent expense, it becomes easier because you're saving what would have been your rent. Yeah. And then. So saving that 30000 it sounds maybe like a lot right now, but after you kind of get into it, it, it it's quite easy to save up $30,000. Right. And then every year on the year, you're just buying a new one. And that's how you, you know, over five years or so, you know, you can accumulate a, a portfolio with quite a bit of passive income. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So what tips do you have for buying your first investment property? Let's see. So... Always make sure the numbers work in multiple scenarios. So for example, if you were to buy a property in January or February of 2020, last mm-hmm. year, and your sole purpose was to Airbnb it, you would have been screwed, right? Because Airbnb basically shut down for yeah. two or three months there because of COVID. Yeah, definitely. And so like with, you know, I'm with our clients and like with the properties that I buy as well, uh, we always make sure that it works in two ways. If you want to Airbnb it, great. There's li- likely some extra revenue you can get from that. Mm-hmm. However, you also want to make sure it rents as a traditional rental or maybe a rent by the room or just some sort of ultimate strategy in case plan A doesn't work. Right. That makes sense. Definitely. Do you do Airbnb on your properties? I did. Uh, I was one of the many Airbnb hosts that got scared during COVID and shut it down and turned it to a traditional rental. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but I am opening up another one here shortly. Um, and my girlfriend's actually opening one up too. So very nice. Together, awesome, yeah. together we'll have two. That's awesome. What What do you prefer, Airbnb or just renting? So at first. I liked Airbnb because it's, uh, you just, you make more money, right? Mm -hmm. No question about it. You just make more. However, I don't know how sustainable Airbnb is because the property management fees are quite exorbitant and managing it yourself tends to be a lot. Mm -hmm. However, you know, you could put some systems in place to make it pretty seamless. Yeah. So right now, um, I'm really looking more for just traditional rentals because I'm at the stage where, you know, I've got, you know, 11 properties, like. 15 units or something. And, and it's not really like, I don't want to be in like the hospitality business. Right. So, and I, I want just to get property managers on those things. I don't want to have to worry about them. I just want to see the money in my bank account. And yeah, that's all. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. These are really good tips. Cause even Noah and I, and I'm sure most of our listeners too have thought about Airbnb, just like doing it and the pros and cons mm-hmm. to it. So I feel like these are really, really good tips. Yeah, I think you should start start doing Airbnb. Honestly, like it's it's a nice little transition because mm-hmm. it's not filled every day. You can always block it out if you want yeah. to. You do make you do make some more money out of it. Mm-hmm. And and then whenever like worst comes to worst is Airbnb doesn't work and you have yourself a furnished rental. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like your worst case scenario is not bad. Exactly. I feel convinced, honestly. <laughs> um so what do you think is a good cap rate for investment? Cap rate? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, that depends on the market. Um, you know, honestly, in Denver, we're seeing like 5%, 6%. But that's, wow. honestly, I don't even really look at cap rate all that much because that's more on the commercial side. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose you could look at it for single family homes. Mm-hmm. But with what we do is we really just make sure that, you know, the rent is a certain amount above the mortgage enough so you have enough for your expenses, you know, your CapEx, your vacancy, all that right. kind of stuff. Um, and if it meets that criteria that you're looking for and you're saving on rent and you're hopefully cash flowing a little bit, 
you know, then it's a good deal and it's, it's worth it for, from a house hacking perspective. So what's the cushion you're looking for, for your mortgage to all your expenses? How much are you trying to profit every month? Yeah, so I like to get my rent at least $1,000 over the mortgage. Um, and that leaves, so I like to have, I start with a base of $400 in reserves. Mm -hmm. And those reserves account for vacancy, capital expenditures, repairs and maintenance, and all, all of those things that people, um, you know, set aside. Right. But rather than have so many different numbers and make it so confusing, I just like to wrap it into one number and then I'll change that number. Right. So a lot of people do it based on like percentage, like 3% of mm -hmm. rent goes to right. Exactly. Uh, you know, repairs or maintenance. Right. But that to me makes absolutely no sense. Right. <laughs> because like if you have a nice place, that's really big, right? Like you're going to have a higher rent. So you're going to have higher repairs and maintenance set aside, even Definitely. though the place is brand new. Exactly. Right. So you should have less if the place is brand new. So what I do is I'll just have like that $400 uh, kind of base okay. and I'll go up or down based on how old is the place? How big is the place? What's the location of the place? Mm -hmm. and, and then I kind of adjust it that way. Wow. Okay. So we've seen that you do rent single rooms. So instead of renting the whole place, you'll just rent out single rooms. Do you have a strategy for going about that? Or do you prefer renting rooms? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah. So just like Airbnb, right? It, renting rooms is a very good way to make a lot more than your mm -hmm. traditional rental. Uh, it is less scalable than just the traditional rental because property managers aren't so willing to take it on. Um, However, there are a few that will. So you kind of just have to like, just dig and you'll find them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I would say it's great for first-time investors to do the rent by the room if you're okay with living with roommates. Mm -hmm. uh, as for marketing it, you know, you can do it one of two ways. You can kind of just like shotgun it where you just accept anybody and uh, you know anybody that meets your criteria and you'll likely just have a bunch of people living together that are kind of cordial but not super friendly, go to right. their rooms, spend most of the time in their rooms, mm -hmm. which is what I kind of did at first. But after helping so many people, they've actually kind of taught me that what they did is they advertised their place as like, you know, I'm located in Denver. So like a snowboarder's paradise or <laughs> rock climbing central or something like that, that is like some sort of niche. So that way people are like, Oh shoot. Yeah. I'm a rock climber. I'd love to room yeah. with other rock climbers so we can go climbing together. Yeah, feel that's, not, that's genius. And once people did that, they're renting their rooms out very easily. So that's one of my biggest tips. Wow. That's so wow. smart. Yeah, super interesting. So over the next 15 years, do you think you're going to change anything up or is this this is your long-term plan? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, hardly think, I hardly think a year in advance. Um, <laughs> honestly, over the next 15 years, I'll, I'll probably, I'll continue to house hack for as long as it makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, once I kind of cap out, think by cap, you mean you, know, you can only have 10 mortgages in your name. Mm-hmm. And so once you hit, once I hit that 10, I'll probably just start paying them all off. Uh, and I know that's not the most efficient way to go about it, but you know, once I've got 10 properties in my name, plus my out of state stuff, which is on commercial, mm -hmm. you know, we'll have 20 or $30,000 of passive income a month, which is like, obviously super comfortable. Yeah. And so that's like, you know, crap, hits the fan. There's yeah. like, that's what we fall back on. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of go up and, and lever more to buy, you know, more real estate and, at that point, you know, I don't know. I don't know if we continue with the single, single family route. I've, I've thought about self-storage. That sounds like an intriguing mm -hmm. kind I'm right of place there with to venture you. in. <laughs> yeah. So 
Yeah, I'll probably go that. I'll probably at least scratch that itch at some point. And if I hate it, I'll sell it. But yeah. Yeah. Very neat. Okay. So um, can you tell us about your book? Oh, yes. Yeah. So the book, uh, The House Hacking Strategy, mm -hmm. is a book, um, you know, Bigger Pockets published. And it's really all just about a step by step guide on how to kind of land your first house hack from, you know, finding your neighborhood, finding your market, finding the deal, running the numbers, getting tenants, really just kind of start to finish. And hopefully, just by kind of reading and following along with that book, it's kind of like I'm there guiding you the whole way. That mm -hmm, was yeah. Yeah, the intent behind it. And yeah, I hope it just proves valuable to any of your listeners and yeah. anyone who reads it. Of course. How yeah. long did it take to write the book? I'm so curious, like how the process was from starting it to thinking of it to everything. Yeah, it's funny. So actually, like the actual writing of a book does not take that long. Ooh. I mean, people think it's like a year's process. Mm -hmm. It took me like three or four months to actually write the first draft. Mm -hmm. um, and then probably like another one or two months of like editing back and forth. And then, you know, you go, yeah, then I'm kind of on the publisher's timeline. It probably got released maybe three or four months after that. But yeah, if I was to like self-publish it, I think you could probably get a book out in, you know, four or five months. Wow. You know, as long as you've got the designs and stuff. Yeah, it, it really is just like consistently writing every day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I would always just say like, write a thousand words every day. And, you know, every day for a hundred days and you've got a hundred thousand words. And that's about a 250 page book right there. Wow. Right? It's like really methodical. It's like really simple, but you yeah. just got to let it flow. Yeah. Especially on a topic that you're so knowledgeable about. Yeah, I feel like so to say. it's easier to get it. Oh out. yeah. The book, the book writes itself really. I mean, yeah. Very neat. Well, thank you so much. That is all of our questions mm -hmm. for today. Is there any other tips or any other thing you'd like to share? I, I, I just think house hacking real estate investing is an amazing strategy. I think, uh, I think it's the number one way to build wealth and I hope uh, you and your listeners take that to heart and hopefully get your first property or your next property. Yeah, I completely Great. agree. I'm so excited to apply these tips for everyone to hear them. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having us on. Thanks, Thanks Greg. Take care. Bye. 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 Wow. Well, thank you guys for listening with Craig. I mean, I hope that information was so helpful. I'm actually thinking about how house hacking myself. Yeah, that's the <laughs> all information about Airbnbs that he gave us. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all just seeming more like a good idea. And yeah. I'm like, I'm convinced. It's amazing. And it really kind of got me thinking why I started investing. Mm -hmm. That passive income is just so helpful and such a good resource, especially once you pay it all off. Yeah. Pay your mortgage off if you have a mortgage. That's just straight income. And looking at it long term too. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I don't have to work this nine to five job I hate. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, some people love it. but <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, like, how cool is it that you can also pass down real estate to your kids or your exactly. grandkids? And it always holds value. Mm -hmm. So it's invaluable. Yeah, definitely. Especially all the terms that he said, I feel like he broke it down so easy too. Yeah, definitely. But thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. We really appreciate your support. Of course, we want to end it with our favorite review of the week. Yes, this interview says, this podcast is so entertaining. I can't believe the right variety of topics Maya and Noah talk about. Every episode is so entertaining. So sweet. If you guys thank haven't you. left a review yet, please go leave a review. It makes our day. It's just so fun seeing our podcast grow, but subscribe also so you get notifications about episodes. Mm -hmm. and, and if you know someone who might be interested in listening, send them the link. Yeah, definitely. we would really appreciate it. Oh, and check out our Instagram too, at Positively Enlightened. Um, we post a lot about upcoming guests that we're going to be having. So really important, really cool stuff on there. Check it out. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.